Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Oh yeah, baby, this is the Big Daddy Gundam right here. Get ready, y'all, because this is a review of the original Big Daddy Gundam. Oh yeah, baby. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today I will be reviewing Mobile Suit Gundam. That's right. The original Big Daddy Gundam from 1979. We're not talking about Mobile Suit Gundam. Wing or or G Gundam or Iron Blooded Orphans. No, this is the original Big Daddy Gundam that kicked off the Universal Century. Now, if you Gundam fanboy girl, you've probably already seen this mug from episode one to episode forty three, or you watched the remastered movies or whatever. It don't matter how you watched it. This is how it all got started. Every single Gundam stems from this. This is where it all began, anyway. So let me get you the details on this mug. And before I do, I will say this. Last thing I reviewed, I feel that um, my podcast, I started with anime reviews. I started getting away from anime reviews. So I'm bringing it back, baby. We're going to do more. I have many, many, many anime reviews to do. And I think I'm, I have all the Gundam series. I've written a review for all of them. So I think I'm just going to go on a Gundam killing spree and uh, just review every single Gundam I have. Not in any particular order. Universal Century, you know, it's uh, I I may do the other century or the other uh, timelines in there as well, um, and, and like with the Universal Century, there's just so many movies and OVAs and mo- and uh, series and such. I'm not gonna review them in order unless it's relevant, like Mobile Suit Zeta, then Double Zeta, and then I think of a Stardust Memory after that. It's um, you know, I may do those in order, but anyway, I digress. Mobile Suit Gundam. Has 43 episodes, or I think two movies, one or two movies, something like that, which is basically just a compilation of the 43 episodes, and it aired on April 7th, 1979. I told you, this mug is old to January 26, 1980, therefore premiered in the spring of 1979, obviously. The studio that obviously brought us this is Sunrise, because Sunrise handles all the Gundam series, and the licensors are Nozomi or Nozomi, whatever, Entertainment and Bandai Entertainment. This series, don't let the old age few, uh, 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 throw you off. Don't let the the soundtrack, don't let any of that, all right? Because obviously it's old. Animation was still in its infancy back then. 
It's still, it's well animated for a series this freaking old. And it has remastered. It looks, it looks beautiful, man. Anyway, so here's the synopsis. So it's the year 0079, okay? The Universal Century falls within this timeline of, of 00 whatever. It starts at 0079. Actually, it didn't start there. There's a series called Mobile Suit Origin or The Origin that even starts before this. But it's one of the newer series. Anyway, I digress. So it's the year 0079, the Universal Century. And so the Earth, I, I believe the Earth is so freaking like just overpopulated. I don't remember why this happened. But I think it's because the Earth is so populated, overpopulated that there's like, you know what? We got to go to space because like Earth has reached its carrying capacity. How are we supposed to feed all these fools if, you know, there's just so many people? So they move these people up into space, into these colony clusters, these giant cylinders in the sky that can hold literally millions upon millions of people in each of them. And these, these clusters are these, these giant tubes in the sky or in space are called sides. So you got side one, side two, side three, side four, and so on and so forth. Anyway, so one of these sides decides like, you know what, you know, we tired of the, of the, uh, the tyranny of the earth, you know, we, we space noids, you know, we run things now like this, this, we run things out in these streets. Why are we going to let the people down on earth rule the people up in, in space? So these people, they kind of declare themselves the, the principality of Xeon, right? And they're essentially the big bad guy for every freaking series and OVA movie that you can possibly think of in the universal century. Anyway, so the principality of Xeon declares war on the earth federation, which is just the people who rule the earth. Basically the earth is just one giant government at this point, And it's called the earth federation and principality Xeon like, nah, 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 son, nah, nah, nah. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna be ruled by people downstairs. When we upstairs and we doing the whole thing, all right, we trying to survive out in these cold, the cold, lifeless void of space. All right. All right. We ain't got no atmosphere up here out, outside of the side, outside of the colony. You know, we got to grow our own food. We got to do our own stuff. So, you know, we ain't going to let the people downstairs rule us upstairs. All right. So anyway, so obviously if one side was consists of millions of people declares war on the earth. That's like billions of people. So obviously the people in space are out vastly outnumbered, but what the side or the principality of Xeon has is this humanoid robot or a mobile suit and which we all know and love. And they're the only ones who have it. No one has ever seen anything like this before. And it's like a secret weapon. It can destroy like battleships and crap. So it's like, it's, it's a weapon that gives them an edge, even though they're vastly outnumbered and it gives them like this upper hand in the war. So about nine months into the war, you know, the, uh, principality of Xeon just laying it left, right and center up and down, back and forth and all that, you know, they whooping the earth federation and it's just a terrible war. I'll tell you this. It's, um, they do some very horrendous, terrible things. And they literally wipe out half, like half of the earth's population, which is literally billions of people, billions of people die in this war. Like literally, it's like, 
I, I don't remember the numbers, uh, but whatever. Just look it up. You can Google it. But literally, if there were 10 billion people on Earth, 5 billion of them died in just a span of a year. It's terrible. It's a terrible war. Anyway, um, about nine months in, uh, Xeon launches an attack on a on one of the colonies. It's holding a Gundam, which is, you know, they're like, well, there's a secret weapon that Earth Federation has a secret weapon. What is this? We're going to need to go in there and find out what it is. Because we kicking butt. But this, you know, they come making that comeback. We can't let them have some secret weapon in space with us. But anyway, one thing leads to another. And now they're, um, the Principality Xeon attacks the, the place or the side that has a secret weapon. And now uh, the crew of the secret weapon, which is a, a secret fortress, flying fortress. It's a spaceship. Um, they killed in this, uh, uh, attack. The crew, the experienced crew is killed, right? The earth Federation crew, they're all just dead. They're all is messed up. And the only people who can get onto this ship are a bunch of kids. And one guy, one man who will become a legend within the, um, universal century, bright Noah. But anyway, He's like a, like an ensign, right? If you watch Star Trek, you know, like an ensign is just a guy. He's a subordinate, right? So now no bright. No is really the only guy who has any experience. And now he has to lead this ragtag group of people, just kids. All right. They're just, they're just, you know, civilians. They all jump into the military vessel and the high tech, you know, the, the most high tech thing out there. And, um, now they have to make it back to the earth. The problem with that is now they're being tracked by Xeon and like these guys are just swinging it, you know, but the, what they have on their side is called white base. The, the state of the art ship, um, what white base has on the side is not only that the fact that white base is, you know, state of the art, uh, they also have the Gundam, which is, you know, the, uh, a mobile suit that's about a billion times stronger than every other mobile suit out there to the point where it has plot armor, uh, thicker than the gods. Okay. And, uh, we'll, we'll get into that, but you, you know how you watch Gundam. Okay. You don't have to be a Gundam fan to know what a Gundam is. There's a super power mobile suit that could take on 50 other mobile, regular mobile suits and take them to pound town. All right. You take it left, right, center, up and down, bump the ground and twist and turn it. All right. He, he handled his business. And, um, yeah, that is, what was that synopsis? Anyway, that's the synopsis. Let's get into the review, baby. As I do with all of my Gundam Universal Century views, I will get the disclaimer that I have indeed watched the vast majority of Universal Century Gundam series, but I am not. So, which, you know, I'm a Gundam fan, but I'm not a Gundam fan boy. All right. I don't have all the answers to every single thing that happened in every single friggin' OVA and movie and series and blah, 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 and all the new types and, you know, just, just all that. All right. There's some people who are so hardcore about this and the gatekeepers and get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. All right. I watched it, I enjoyed it, and I moved the fruit on. Anyway, so let me get into this review. Wrote this back some time ago, since 2014, so I'm brushing off an old review. But still, man, 
But still, let, let, let me tell you something. This this is an awesome series, okay? I went back, I um, rewatched a portion of it uh, in preparation for the review. It's just so clean. Watched the I watched the Japanese version, which is awesome. But I went back and watched the dub, and man, the, the I don't think I've yet to find a dub for a Gundam series to date that I've watched in English. I I don't watch too many Gundam series in English. Um, but from the ones I've seen, they're all really well done. And this is no exception. They had Steve Bloom as Amaru Ray, which is, you know, the primary Gundam pi uh, pilot. You know, he's the new type. He's the guy. He's the ace pilot. He's just a kid. He jumps into the Gundam. He's able to spank people left, right, center, up and down, bumping the ground and back and back and forth and I don't know what I'm saying anyway this guy he's the one who he's the protagonist essentially uh of this particular series he's the guy that starts it all as angsty teenage you know pilot that screams out his feelings as he's destroying his enemies with an overpowered mobile suit which it isn't a mobile suit it's a Gundam I think there's a difference I, I don't know I'm not a Gundam fanboy anyway it's just it's just awesome. Uh, the, the English dub, highly recommend. If you want to watch in English, the um, the uh, the dub is just top quality. Now, obviously, this mug is from 1979. So the artwork is also from 1979. So one thing that this review won't not, will not do is judge it on the quality of his artwork. Because obviously, it's from a different era when animation was still in its infancy, or at least in its, maybe not teenage years, infancy, whatever, don't matter. So, you know, it's some of the movements are mechanical and stiff, and, you know, it's not as clean as you expected because we grew up in the golden age of freaking animation, and animation is at, a peak, at its peak at this moment, at least that's how I feel. So, you know, when you go back, don't view it, through a lens of uh, how you expect your animation to look nowadays, because that would be stupid. It was back in 1979. That said, if you want it to be as clean as possible, go watch the remastered version, because that mug is still clean. That said, the animation still, you know, it's, I still enjoy it. I've always been fascinated by older uh, art style, 70s, 80s, mostly 90s early 2000s and such. I just enjoyed the art style back then. It was all hand-drawn and, you know, it was, it was just a different quality, a different just type of animation style. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was just it was just different. I, 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 I don't want to say I have a preference for it, but I do enjoy it a lot. So just, you know, putting it out there from 1979. So just leave the artwork alone. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. Trying to watch it for the artwork when you know from 1979. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. But anyway, what was lost in animation quality um, is made up for in just a masterful story. The plot, the character development. Man, boy, let me tell you, whoever wrote this, man. I should have looked it up. Who wrote it? I'm <laughs> too lazy. Out of this podcast, which is growing, by the way. This podcast is growing. I was um, I was looking at my analytics. I'm like, ooh, all these people. Mostly in the place called, I think, Mountain View in California. Thank you, guys. Out in, I think it was called Mountain View. Where, where were you? I'm in California, too. Southern California. I'm probably not that far from you. Anyway, um, what was I even talking about? Character development and, and, and plot. 
just the story gets deeper and deeper in this as the series progresses and you know you start out with this ragtag group of civilians led by like a freaking ensign you know bright noah the pimp the legend the man the myth the legend bright noah uh he's just leading the state-of-the-art ship and he's trying to get it from space to earth and the problem with that is space belongs to the spoils, the, the, the space noids, a.k.a. the uh, Principality of Xeon. So basically they're being harassed every single step of the journey. It reminds me of that movie, The Warriors, which came out in like a long decades ago. And then The Warriors, you know, like, The Warriors come out and play. Just just Google it. Anyway, <laughs> it's about a group, like, it's about a, uh, a gang, and they find themselves in enemy territory. And like they're on the wrong side of town. I don't remember how they got there. It's just that now they have to cross town through all these various neighborhoods of all these different kinds of gangs. And they're just getting beat up. They're getting like just people trying to kill them. And so the whole movie is them trying to get back to their own hood. And <laughs> and like they just have to fight just every step of the way to be able to get back to their home turf. And that's how it is with Gundam. Literally every step of the way, they are just at a disadvantage, you know, like supplies and all that kind of stuff. They're just trying to make it back to home base, back to Earth. But, you know, they're they're in enemy territory. And so the enemy has every advantage, except for the fact that, you know, this is a state-of-the-art Gundam and state-of-the-art base. So obviously they have the technological advantage that keeps them alive. But, you know, they're being attacked every single step of the way. And it's just the story of the heroism and the characters. You know, they're just scared kids and they grow into this cohesive family unit. And, you know, Amaru, the angsty, you know, he's an angsty um, uh, pilot. He, he basically, he is the original angsty teenage Gundam pilot. If you ever watch any Gundam series known to man, except for G Gundam, <laughs> uh, every single pilot is tends to be an angsty teenager and they're, they're all emotional. It's like, oh, they got to scream their emotions when they're fighting and killing their enemies from the, from the cockpit or whatever. He's the original, all right? He started all that mug. Uh, and I didn't like him at first. He was kind of a dick, actually. But he grows into this stronger... Uh, um, more serious type of individual. So there's serious character development. So if you can't handle the artwork, the artwork is too much for you. Don't watch it for that. Watch it for the story. I was addicted, man. I was watching this series back in college. This was this was something I would come home to and I would unwind and watch some Gundam, um, you know, in between tests and classes. I was dual majoring, so I was trying to murder myself back then. But anyway, Gundam helped me to cope cope with all that uh anyway and, and i will say that they do a wonderful job of bringing characters like new characters incorporating them into the story and the more uh the the closer you uh you you uh, be, what's the the phrase i'm looking for the closer you are to a character or the more you become attached to a character the harder it is when they are ripped painfully painfully from your arms because they love to kill characters off this is original game of thrones up in this mug i'm like oh people are freaking out about game of thrones they must have not watched gundam because there's a whole lot of people who are gonna die i'm sorry 
okay? Not really a spoiler, but kind of a spoiler. There's going to be people going to die. People you're going to like. People could be like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens to him or her. And boom, they dead. They dead. Now you got to say to be depressed. Go to school. Try to take a test. Think about your favorite character who, 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 who only been around for a couple of episodes, but now they dead. Now how are you supposed to go through life? Go through the rest of your day. Gun them both. Made my day and ruined my day at the same time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> onward with the review. I have mixed feelings on the music. You guys know that I enjoy my soundtracks. I, I enjoy them immensely. Listen to my soundtrack breakdowns. Anyway, so for the most part, the music in the actual anime, the soundtrack in the anime was, was cool. It's from the 70s. It's reminiscent of, you know, the time period, the kind of music you would uh, listen to uh, back then. But I will say that the opening and closing themes... What the fruit was that? You know, it's just, <laughs> in fact, let me, I'm going to insert the music right now and I'm going to let you listen to whatever the fruit this opening theme is. I'm not going to do the closing theme. I'm just going to do the opening theme. You judge for yourself and we're just going to, we're going to move on from there. So, so y'all see what see what I mean, right? It's I, I'm not gonna bash it, okay? It is what it is. But every time this mug came on, I laughed a little bit because <laughs> just because. Anyway, like the action, you know, any Gundam series you have, you're just gonna have just awesome action scenes and. You know, even for the era, I feel like the action scenes were well animated. And it's just cool. I just like seeing robots blow each other up, okay? It's just it's just awesome, all right? The, the action scenes are on point, and they have tons of them. It's the whole series is just action-based. It's about giant a giant robot trying to make it back to, to its base on Earth, and then it goes from there. It's way deeper than that. It's not just... That's like the first half of the series. Like, they get back, and they still... It's still on and popping. Still on and popping, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, one thing I didn't mention was the fact that White Base is being um, tracked by a guy named Char Aznable, which is not even his name, but we'll get into that when I do the review of Mobile Suit The Origin. But anyway, so this guy's ace pilot. He, if you see any Gundam series, uh, this guy, Char, Char Aznable, or just Char, uh, Every single Gundam series, even if it's not in the Universal Century, has an antagonist who wears a mask. And you're and you're probably wondering why does every freaking Gundam series have a guy who wears a mask? It doesn't like they're not related to each other. Uh, these masked characters, uh, they're they're all their own, you know, their own um, person or iteration of this person. They're all based on Char Aznable. So just like Amaru Ray is the original angsty teenage Gundam pilot, Char, 
uh, is the original masked man, which all other masked men in all other Gundam series are based off of this guy. So it's, and he's the one hunting them. He's an ace pilot. He has a red Zaku or red mobile suit. You know, it's the principality of Zeon. Their mobile suits are called Zakus. And um, he has a red Zaku. And he's a pilot in ace because he shoots down a lot of crap. And um, he's the one hunting them. So basically the best of the best is hunting down white base. So they're dealing with this ace dude who, you know, he's really good at what he does. But he just can't get over the technological difference, obviously, because the Gundam is... So technologically advanced, he can't defeat it. Anyway, I digress. Just, I couldn't, I couldn't get to the end of this review without at least mentioning uh, Char. And, and a lot of the action scenes revolve around this guy. He's really awesome. And his backstory is really cool. In fact, his backstory, there's an entire series on his backstory, which happens even before this one. It's called Mobile Suit The Origin, which... Gives you the complete backstory of Char, and then all the series that come after this. Uh, he becomes just this. You watch his transformation from he's bad, and then he's somewhat good again, and then he's super bad and tries to <laughs> destroy the freaking Earth with an asteroid. So that's awesome. There's a movie called Char's Counterattack, and he's he's like the super bad guy in that one. So it's it's just awesome to see the progression. If you watch all the Gundam series, or at least the main stage series, you don't have to watch every single one. But if you watch like the main series in the in the Gundam or UC timeline, you can see the character development of these people go from how you perceive them as being like really bad, like Char. You perceive him as being really bad. He's just he's just evil. You know, he's he's cunning, he's charming, but he's on the bad team, right? Then he does something that I'm not going to spoil. It's like, oh, I guess he's not this bad anymore. Then he goes through a couple of other series where he's kind of on the fence between being good and bad. And then he's just outright a homicidal freaking maniac trying to wipe out the earth, killing billions of people while he's at it. So it's it's crazy to watch the progression. I just I just love it. I love the continuity of it. If you're going to watch the Gundam series or the unit, not just Gundam series, uh, Gundam in, um, in general, but the Universal Century, make sure that you start with this one and just watch it in order. I did a uh, a podcast on the the order that you should watch it, but really don't you know you don't listen to me. Like like I said, I'm not I'm not a Gundam fanboy. I just googled it. <laughs> I I googled it and did a podcast on it. Go on to Google and just Google what order you should watch it in. Uh, all the series and OVAs and movies and all that kind of stuff. Because, like, the origin story is literally in the timelines, the first thing that happens. But it was made in, like, 2016 or something. I don't remember what year. So, but it takes place even before the 1979 Gundam. So, you're going to watch newer series and then go back to older series and then a newer series again, you know, so it kind of jumps around. So just Google it, just Google it. I'm sure you'll find a really good list or listen to my podcast, whatever you want to do. All in all, Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, which is the year this takes place, was a very impressive anime from the artwork. And you know what? I'm not going to bag on the artwork. I enjoy the artwork, the artwork to the, to the, um, to the story, which is main the main thing that will draw you in. 
the story, the character development, all that kind of stuff. I was highly impressed. This is just, this is how you build a continuity folks. Okay. This is how you build a continuity. This is how you build a fan base that's raving what 40 plus years later. How many years later, you know, this is how you do it. This is a masterclass in how you build a continuity and that will never die. Okay. They built gunpla for, for goodness sake. It stems from this. Okay. They built a multi-million, maybe one day multi-billion dollar industry starting from this simple little series right here. But, um, yeah, every, everything about this series, just, just awesome. So I'm giving mobile suit Gundam, big daddy Gundam an eight out of 10. And just, you know, it's like I said, it's the granddaddy series. Uh, if you want to start, if you really want to get to universal century, which I recommend you got it is a time commitment, but it's well worth it. it. Took me a good year. Um, eight months to a year. I think it was the, or maybe it was six months. I don't remember, but it took me a long time to go from, you know, first from big daddy Gundam <laughs> to the end. In fact, I just finished watching Gundam unicorn, which is the latest, uh, in the last series. And, um, universal century. Um, I just watched it recently. So years later, like I wrote this review, what in 2014? So 2021, I'm finally rounding it off, baby. I finally finished it all. Even though I think Gundam victory might be like later on in the timeline. No matter. It don't matter. Anyway, guys, eight out of 10. I enjoyed it immensely. I recommend it. I recommend that English dub, but of course the Japanese is also really good. Um, and I recommend to the universal century fans. I, maybe I can encourage people to get, uh, into, um, Gundam more perhaps, and let some people know some of the newer anime fans make them more aware that iron blooded orphans is not the only Gundam that exists out in these streets. Anyway, this is Batman live 2002. Hope you enjoyed. I think what I'm going to do is just review every Gundam I have every review I have in my arsenal, which I have a ton. I have all of them. <laughs> so I'm including other, other timelines like G Gundam, uh, um, Gundam seed, which is pretty much just a retelling of mobile suit. The big daddy one I just reviewed. Iron blooded orphans, you know, I haven't watched Gundam bill fighters yet. So uh, maybe I'll just go out and just for the sake of doing a review, go and watch that. But, um, I watched the vast majority of them. Anyway, this is Batman live 2002. I just need you guys to do more favor. Just one little, it's a little favor. Just one little favor for me. Please just one little favor. Stay with awesome people. Stay with awesome. Yeah. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!